bathroom. Good evening, everybody. Um, glad to be uh, with you this e evening. <clears throat> and do appreciate all the prayers folks have prayed for us. Um, do remember all the folks that we've had on our prayer request list. Um, and some of them I probably uh, should have wrote their names down. Uh, <clears throat> but different ones that's come in over the last little bit. Uh, prayers for Sister Joanne, uh, prayers for Brother um, Johnny Bell, Sister Eva, Sister San Sandy, <coughs> uh, and then uh, prayers for our family friend Melvin, uh, just keep them, uh, Austin's Simon's family, uh, continue to pray for them. So just lifting all of these up uh, in your prayers, uh, Robert, Ro Roger, and Barbara Johnson. Uh, so several of these that have been on the prayer request chain. Uh, continue to pray for Sister Donna Faye, uh, Sister Tawana, Brother Don Real, Sister Mary. Uh, she's got some more tests to go through, and so they're waiting to see. Uh, how they're going to treat that, uh, her issues and, and on the liver and thyroid. Uh, Sister Jean Walker, uh, Jason and Darren, <coughs> excuse me, uh, Sister Barbara Swinson, um, her granddaughter Maggie, uh, Sister uh, Gail's great nephew, uh, continue to pray for him. Sister Joanne's eye, uh, Mariah's uh, opinion, uh, Brenda Walls, uh, <coughs> uh, Ruth Cordell, uh, Kayla. Uh, she's been getting test results back, and, and, and so far everything's good. Uh, but remember that, her. Brother Danny, uh, Debbie Henderson, uh, Sister Joanne's friend that has stage 4 kidney disease, uh, Rita's friend, uh, Justin Kinser, uh, Billy Walters, Sister Rose Todd, and the family, Dan Brother Daniel, Sister Diane, Sister Rhonda, Evan and Rob. Reverend Charles Chesser, uh, Joe and Betty Howard, uh, Sister Rhonda's cousin, uh, Curtis, uh, Sister Jean's brother Roy Campbell, uh, I, I messed that up, Billy Walter's family, uh, do remember them, uh, uh, Brother Keith's family. Sister Kenya's dad, uh, our family, and so we do ask to remember all of those. Our shut-ins, Sister Mary Jane, again, Sister Tawana, Brother Junior, uh, just lift all of them up in prayer <coughs> this evening as well. 
Father, we thank you, Lord, tonight for your love and mercy. We thank you, dear God, for the blessings you give us, Lord. Ask your Father this evening to help us, Lord, to do your will, to praise, worship, and honor your name. Help us, Lord, as we go into thy word this evening. Father, we just thank you for the promises that you've given us, Lord. Thank you, Father, for the instruction and guidance, dear God, the warnings. Precious Lord, we pray, Father, tonight, touch the needs according to your will, your plan, and purpose. Father, we pray for those that are lost. We ask you, dear God, for our country. Uh, Lord, we just ask you tonight just to move in mighty ways, Father, as only you can. And we just thank you, Lord, for all you do. And we give you grace, praise, and glory in Jesus' name. And amen. Amen. I'm <clears throat> glad to say tonight that I get his grace. Um, we don't have to give him grace. He gives us grace. And thankful for that. Uh, wanted to study for a few minutes tonight. Uh, something been on my mind all week. And uh, looked it up the other evening. In, in um, uh, the, the three words that I looked at. It's found seven times in Scripture, but we're only going to use three of them tonight. Uh, by the blood. And then we're going to look at some extra verses um, <clears throat> pertaining to the word blood. Um, but, you know, I, I'm so grateful tonight that um, is, let me kind of try to figure out how to put the right words together as as much as I fell, and I feel like I fell, and I feel like I don't deserve at times, the grace of God, I've always been blessed to know that, uh, or I say I've always been blessed, since I've known it, I've always been blessed um, that what God did for me, he did for me because he loved me, and he wanted me with him, and it's through the blood and by the blood that this has happened, and the circumstances of salvation um, come only through the blood of Christ. And so thinking about that, I, I was thinking about this. You know, uh, there are things in our lives sometimes in we can get into situations where we get aggravated and so forth, uh, <clears throat> but we would not want to go back and change, you know. And we would... Uh, want that circumstances or those things that occur to occur sometimes we get mad at folks and we're never so mad at somebody that we don't want them uh, when we love them uh, it's you know we we I guess you would say you know we get mad we get upset but we we get things straightened up because we love them and when you stop to think about this that's exactly the way God has felt about us throughout our lives. When God created Adam and Eve, he got upset with what they did, but he loved them. And because he loved them, he wanted to make a way for them uh, to be with him. And you and I are the same. And so when you love somebody, uh, you want them, uh, no matter what has happened, you want them and you want a good relationship with them. Well, for you and I, it's the apologies that we give. It's the uh, I'm sorry's that we take. Well, God has a higher standard. And so for us to get to him, we had to get rid of our sin. 
and it wasn't going to be enough to say I'm sorry. It took a blood sacrifice, and in that blood sacrifice, it was his son. And so three verses of scripture I want to look at tonight, uh, and then we've got three more that we will look at. But the first being in Ephesians chapter 2. Verse 11 says, Wherefore remember that ye being in times past Gentiles in the flesh, who were called uncircumcision by that which is called the circumcision in the flesh made by hands. Uh, You know, we weren't worthy according to the uh, flesh and the flesh flesh circumcision. Uh, But aren't you glad tonight that that covenant was old and it was a covenant of commitment? And promise and Jesus was the committed promise for you and I and for Abraham and, and those that were in that covenant the first covenant he said that at the time you were without Christ being aliens from the commonwealth of Israel and strangers from the covenant of promise having no hope and without God in the world and I'm tell you something that's exactly what we were but now in Christ Jesus, ye who suppose who ye who sometimes were far off are made nigh by the blood of Christ. That's a specific saying. You know, <clears throat> we'll get into it in Hebrews in just a minute. But by the blood of Christ. And there's no other blood sufficient for our sins there's no other blood sufficient for the sacrifice there was no other blood that would be sufficient to pay for sin throughout all eternity Um, i don't have to have new blood every time i've messed up and if you think about the first covenant there was always new blood that had to be shed and and so they would do certain things every day, certain things certain times of the year, certain things once a year, but it was always new blood. It always had to be new, and it was repeated, and it was over and over and over, and yet we know that Christ, having offered himself once, completed it. So it was by his blood that he shed on Calvary's cross for you and I that, that brought us into the relationship that we have with the Lord, and I'm so thankful uh, for that. So by his blood, Hebrews chapter 10, excuse me, this is not going to get to that spot where I was talking about, we'll get to that in just a minute, Uh, but herein lies a statement of a fact for you and I. In verse 19, having therefore, brethren, boldness to enter into the holiest by the blood of Jesus. You and I are able to come into the throne room of God, not on our own account, not by our own merit, but by the blood of Jesus. It's it's his his blood is our entrance. It's it's our ticket. It's our opening uh, it's his blood that allowed the door and the veil to be uh, 
opened and then torn, if you think about it. The veil was torn from top to bottom, uh, having created an entrance for you and I to go into the most holy place, which is, the Bible tells us, to come boldly before the throne of grace or mercy that we may have turned. And I always get those two mixed up there, but we can come boldly because we come through the blood of Jesus. And that boldness is not with how good I am, but rather with assured because of, again, the blood of Jesus. Having therefore, brethren, boldness to enter into the holiest by the blood of Jesus, by a new and living way which he hath consecrated for us uh, through the veil, that is to say, his flesh, and having an high priest over the house of God. Let us draw near with a true heart and full assurance of faith, having our hearts sprinkled from an evil conscience and our bodies washed with pure water. Let us hold fast the profession of our faith without wavering, for he is faithful that has promised. And so we do so, uh, what we do in that aspect, we, we go because of the blood of Jesus Christ. Uh, and then again, the third place that we're looking at uh, these three words by the blood that we're going to be in tonight is the book of Revelations. Uh, chapter, sorry, chapter 12. I do that a lot. It seems like I tell you where to go, but I don't tell you what chapter. <coughs> Excuse me. If you go back into verse 10, or say go down to verse 10, it says, And I heard a loud voice saying in heaven, Now has come salvation and the strength of the kingdom of our God and the power of his Christ, for the accuser of our brethren is cast down, which accused them before God day and night. And that is the devil, Satan, the dragon, the serpent. And they, and they overcame by him. Now, here's our victory. Look at what it says. And they overcame him by the blood of the Lamb. Uh, again, that blood is Christ. Christ is the Lamb of God, slain from the foundation of the world. Uh, in the Old Testament, they were slain uh, lambs that were born of lambs and, and they had to do certain ones and they were supposed to be without spot and without blemish uh, the first of the herd they had to be the uh, uh, the first year uh, and there were so many requirements there but we having overcome the devil by the blood of the lamb by Jesus Christ uh, again tonight I'm thankful that by his blood I'm able tonight to sit here and read the word and have full assurance that my sins are forgiven, not because of how good I am, because I'm not good, uh, but because of how good and perfect and righteous and holy he is. And for that, I praise him and I thank him. And uh, as I thought through the week and just thinking about these verses, um, in those three words, by the blood, by the blood, uh, I honestly felt like I would go in when I looked it up the other evening that I would go in and I would just find tons and tons and tons of verses uh, that alluded to the blood of Christ when I put in by the blood. Uh, it's, it's not 
there in those three words, uh, but there are several places. And um, so, you know, you just take a little bit of extra time, you look a little further and read. And, and so I've got what I call extra verses tonight. In other words, uh, here's a little bit that we just had about, oh, about 10 minutes worth or so. And I got another 10, 15 minutes maybe in three verses here. Uh, depending on how much I talk, but but good verses that reiterate how by His blood, the blood of Christ, the blood of the Lamb, we are able to receive forgiveness of our sins. We are able to communicate with God the Father. We're able to be called His children. Uh, and so I'm, I'm thankful for that. And we'll go backwards just a little bit to Hebrews again, chapter 9 this time. <clears throat> Excuse me. Hebrews chapter 9, in verse 11. But Christ being come a high priest of good things to come, by a greater and more perfect tabernacle, not made with hands, that is to say, not of this building, neither by the blood of goats and calves, but by his own blood. He entered into the holy place, having obtained eternal redemption for us. For at the blood of goats, or at the blood of bulls and of goats and the ashes of heifers, sprinkling the unclean things, sanctify the purifying of the flesh, how much more shall the blood of Christ, who through the eternal spirit offered himself without spot to God, purge your conscience from dead works to serve the living God, neither by the blood of goats and calves, but by his own blood, he entered into the holy place, having obtained eternal redemption for us. It's for us. I, I'm, I'm just, you know, we can think about this a lot as Christians, and we, we sometimes, I think, we kind of lose the thought process of it. But for us, he did this for us, for me. And we've said it, you know, if it had only been me, he would have done it. And it's true. But the, the amazing part of it is, is, is no matter how mad we've made God, he did what he did for us, for you and for me, that we can accept Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior, and we can enter in and commune with the Lord in prayer. And he hears our prayers. Go back over to Romans chapter 5. says this uh, for scarcely verse 7 for scarcely for a righteous man will one die yet preadventure for a good man some would even dare to die and we see that in this world but God commended his love toward us in that while we were yet sinners Christ died for us much more than being now justified by his blood we shall be saved from the wrath through him you know, 
the wrath of God will be revealed upon the children of disobedience. Those that follow the God of this world, those that are following Satan. And uh, I know that we don't want to think about that. People would say, well, I'm not a Satan worshiper. Well, you don't have to be a Satan worshiper, so to say, to be a follower of Satan, to be a follower of the devil. If you do not follow God, you are following the devil. You're following Satan. There's no other way to go about this. We don't have our own created paths that we go. The Bible tells us, "He that is not Jesus said, he that is not with us is against us. He that gathereth not scattereth abroad. Uh, if our gospel is hid, hid, hid to them that do not believe in whom the God of this world has blinded the eyes of, it's real simplistic in one way for us to read the scripture and show you and talk about it. It's another thing for people to grasp the understanding. But either you are going with God <clears throat> through the blood of Jesus Christ or you're going against God. And uh, the Bible talks about those that make a mockery of the blood, those that uh, trample on the blood, those that use and despite the blood. Um, and for you and I, it, if we look at it this way, we see that he is our sacrifice much more now, much more than being now justified by his blood. We shall be saved from the wrath through him. When we put our faith and our trust in the Lord Jesus Christ, we accept his blood atonement, his blood sacrifice for our sins. And then that means something to us. I will be honest with you. Uh, <clears throat> there are things that occur in people's lives that we remember. Uh, when somebody lays their life on the line for our life, uh, those are things we don't forget. We, we think about our veterans and what they've done for us. And, and, I, and I hate to say it this way, but there's a lot of the younger generation and there's even some of the generation of my age who um, need to really think about the sacrifices that has been made in generations before and even now, those men and women who serve and protect our country and do the things that they do in order for you and I to enjoy the freedoms that we have. Um, and when we forget that and we no longer are willing to uh, fight to protect, we will lose our freedoms. And the same has happened because people have forgotten what God has done for them. They have forgotten what Jesus did on Calvary's cross. Uh, it's a story to be told uh, and maybe listen to sometimes and, you know, think about it throughout the year once or twice. But it's not one to embrace and follow for a lot of folks. But I'm here to tell you, unless you embrace it and you follow it and you accept it, in the end of time, you're going to be sorely disappointed with your eternal destination. And you will have nobody to blame other than yourself for not having accepted the blood of Christ. For your sins. Um, again, you know, they overcome the devil by the blood of Christ. You and I cannot overcome Satan outside of the blood of Christ. And if you go over to the book of Revelations, this will be the last one uh, tonight, chapter 7. <coughs> Excuse me.
And he said, in verse 13, chapter 7, verse 13, And one of the elders answered, saying unto me, What are these that are arrayed in white robes? And which came they? And I said unto him, Sir, thou knowest. And he said to me, These are they which came out of great tribulation, and have washed their robes, and made them white in the blood of the Lamb. You want to get through this life? You got to wash your robe in the blood of the Lamb. Uh, matter of fact, uh, um, I think Brother Mike uh, Hoggard talked on this uh, Sunday. Uh, he was talking about how that uh, he couldn't understand uh, how something red could make something white. And he goes over into the book of Je uh, Isaiah and he talked about how that though their sins be as scarlet, they shall be white as snow. Uh, you and I don't understand how that one thing can be another, uh, but God can do the impossible. Uh, and so, you know, when we think about it, we look at about it this tonight, how are we going to overcome this world? How are we going to overcome the trials and tribulations of this world? How are we going to overcome things if they get worse than what they are, which they will as time goes on, because the Bible says that men's hearts will work, wax worse and worse. Um, you know, so the longer time goes, the, the worse it's going to get. But the truth of the matter is this tonight, that no matter how bad it gets in this world, uh, the blood of Christ is better, stronger, greater, mightier. It is everlasting. It's never ending. Uh, I was thinking about it uh, <clears throat> a while ago. Uh, you know, when you think about the uh, blood, it's eternal. Uh, and, and, you know, it's all powerful. Uh, there, there's just no end to what the blood of Christ can do for us and in our lives. Uh, so while things go worse and worse, his blood never loses his power. And I'm so grateful for that. And I'm so thankful for that. Um, for the worst of the worst can be saved. And, and there's no doubt in my mind tonight. I believe no matter where a person is, no matter what's going on in their life, if they will give their heart and soul over to the Lord and accept Him, accept Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior, His blood has the ability to cleanse them from all unrighteousness. That's what my Bible says. If we confess our sins, uh, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Why? Because the blood of Jesus Christ can do exactly that. Father, this evening, I thank you, Lord. I love you, dear God, and I'm so grateful for what you've done in my life. And Lord, I pray help me to be a better child of God. Uh, help me to be a better person. Uh, Lord, in the things that you'd have me to be and do. Lord, touch the hearts and souls of those tonight, Father, who may be going through trials and tribulation. Uh, dear God, help them, Lord, and comfort them. Uh, those that might see, Father, and understand their lost condition, Lord, we pray tonight that they would accept you and follow you, Lord, uh, allowing the blood of Jesus Christ to be their atonement. And Lord, we just ask you now, give us the strength and guidance we need to carry out the remaining part of this week. And Lord, bring us back together again uh, as the appointed time may be, if you so desire. And we'll give you glory, Father. We'll give you praise, Father, in the blessed name of Christ Jesus. And amen. And amen.
God bless you. We love you. We praise the Lord for you. And pray that we will see you next time, Lord willing.